When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Richie. And beyond Walker. Q. Q! That'll do it! That will do it! Q for Bournemouth! Hello and welcome to episode number 175 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. This one is called Cherries Go to Ellen Back. And I'm sure you know why. Firstly, let's start positive. And look, last night, Bournemouth went two goals up for the third game in a row. But despite conceding, it proved to be merely a consolation for Everton as the Toffees were put to the sword under the lights with Cherries netting another two to secure a 4-1 victory in the Carabao Cup. Later on, we're going to go over that game, but we'll also include some bits about the following game. The weekend's game, the Saturday game, the game at Elland Road, the second in a row whereby we had a two-goal lead. This time, we were 3-1 up, but it was Leeds United who took advantage of Boscombe's naivety to come back to win 4-3. It was painful. Tom Jordan was outside Elland Road at full-time and took in some full-time opinion. Matty, nice to have you with me, mate. What do you think? I think um, there needs to be a degree of realism taken from this. Um, obviously, a lot of people's reaction around me and a lot of Bournemouth fans are going to say it was disgusting, we're 3-1 up. Um, we, we, we need to take something from the game and you have to look at the management for the, the tactics side of it and how we managed that at 3-1. It was all wrong. Um, but you, you have to consider the fact that um, we haven't got enough quality in the final third. First half, we should have been 4-1 up at half-time. Um, on the back of that, that's, that's probably game done, isn't it? I can't see them coming back from 4-1 at half-time. So you have to be on it, realistic and honest and say, we're, we're in a league where we're punching above our weight and we're, we're going back to Scott Parker, who, who obviously stated that we weren't good enough to compete at this level. And to an extent, like I've said before, he is right. He went about it all the wrong way. But uh, you, can't hide, you can't ignore the facts. The facts are that um, we, we struggle. We struggle with conviction to see out a game for 90 minutes. Yes, you can look at the manager, who, who, who as well is very inexperienced, Gary O'Neill. So you have to look at it all round. Tommy Elphick, you know, none of, none of these have got Premier League experience. And a lot of the players on the pitch, what they're asked, what the management team are asking from them, they're extending them. Yes, we don't expect to lose 4-3 after being 3-1 up, but once Leeds get the second goal back, their second goal, which was a moment of quality, let's be honest, it goes 3-2, we have to manage the game from there. Their crowd got up and you could see what was going to happen. And ultimately, as much as I'm gutted and so disappointed by it, and I'm disappointed by the decisions Gary O'Neill's made, I'm d- disappointed how we managed the game second half, 
you have to you have to bring it back to the first half and, and think we should have been 4 1 up at half time and that is game dead and buried. And and the crux of the matter is we haven't got enough quality at this level to win football matches at this moment in time. I I, I trust in the uh, in what's going to happen, I trust in the new owner to invest. I, I trust in his plans and what he, he, he wants to do. You have to trust in that. And there is no question that those players out on that field today are giving 100% commitment and effort, and they are together as a team and they're organised. What they lack, unfortunately, is quality in both boxes. Yeah, 100% agree, mate. 100% agree. I think the last game, the Tottenham game, you could probably allude to the changes and say that Gary Neal got it wrong. Today, yes, I, maybe I don't agree with the Stacey decision, but it's a right back for a right back. You know, we're, we're well in the game, and it's, is it the mentality of the players? Because we didn't change much, and we scored in the second half. So, fireworks, by the way, at Leeds for uh, beating Bournemouth 4-3. Massive club. Um, yeah, no, we, we, we scored in the second half. We didn't make any changes tactically. It was just Stacey for Fredericks, like for like. So, what is it? Is it, is it that thing you're saying, like the quality? Yeah. Is it, because, because there's no real tactical changes. We've just got to keep going about our job as we do. And for some reason, as soon as they get that second goal, it feels inevitable. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. Is it just that, is it that mentality? It, the mentality comes into it. Of course it does, Tease. But I, I think, ultimately, I agreed with the, the change. I thought Fredericks was floundering a yeah, little bit on the right-hand side. And I thought bringing Jack Stacey on to give us an in injection of pace, um, which I thought we needed at the time. In hindsight, Gary O'Neill should have changed it. He should have brought. He kept with Kiefer Moore and Dom Solanke yeah. up top, two up top, and he left us. I mean, the game was wide open all, all day long, wasn't it? For yeah. for 95 minutes, the game was too open. Yeah. And at 3-1, you have to you have to have the nails, don't you, to think we need to shut up shop a bit here. We need to pull somebody back into midfield. Yeah. We need to maybe have two banks of four and and sit and manage that game for 10 minutes because once they get that second goal, their crowd is up, their their tails are up. Jesse Marsh is on the touchline doing cartwheels almost and it is that, that's where it is psychological tease, yeah. yeah so that's when mentality does come into it and when when um, when you're up against that as a, as, a, as, a, as a player and as a team it's difficult to, yeah. to stop the flow isn't it and that's that's where we where we lacked but ultimately we just lack the quality and the nows yeah, yeah. and the know-how at this level don't we to to be able to see out matches nobody's questioning the effort the commitment the togetherness, the, even the cohesion and, and, and some of the quality that happens on the football field. But we're just lacking quality in certain areas and then now to be able to see out football matches. And we've seen that the last two weeks, the last two games, haven't we? And when that goal goes in, like you say, it's it's not just the fans. It feels like it's the players now thinking, here we go again. I, I just wanted to say quickly, what do you think about last two games, Ben Pearson's not being used? Why is he on the subs bench if he's not being used? Because I feel like both these games would be perfect for a Ben Pearson. Just that someone that brings in that little bit of nows, that little bit of know-how in the middle of the park, just to break the play up a little bit, maybe keep the ball as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and we just haven't used him. It, it, yeah, you're bang. I mean, it was tailor-made for Ben Pearson yeah. at 3-1, wasn't it? When, it, yeah. when it goes 3-1, you're sort of thinking, maybe bring Kiefer off, maybe at 3-1, he's done a job, but maybe bring P Ben Pearson, shore up that midfield, and just keep things tight. We all say it, don't we, when, we, when we've gone ahead in football matches, even when you've played and I've yeah. played, you think, keep things tight for 10. And that's what don't, he's there for, surely. Absolutely. Don't give them any encouragement whatsoever. Don't give their fans encouragement. Yeah. Don't give them any... Once they get the second goal, I just felt that the momentum swung. It, that, was a key, that was one key moment. Yeah. The, the other key moments were the, the, the chances we missed in the first half to go 3-1 yeah, and ultimately 4-1 yeah. up. Yeah. They were the key moments in the game and that's, that's what we've got to do better. You, you, you're asking, you know, what, what do we do about it? We are where we are. We're, we're punching above our weight at this level at this moment in time. We're a small football club in the Premier League and with the squad we've got, like I'll go back to saying Scott Parker was right in a way, he went about it all the wrong way, yeah. but we haven't got enough quality at this level to survive at this present moment in time. We're hoping that will change, but ultimately this is what we're seeing now. We, we can give it our all and, and the sum of our parts is far great, greater than some of the sides that yeah. have more quality than us, but we just can't see it out for 90 minutes, can we? Quality is going to tell <sighs> in the end and whether it's mentality, whether it's, whether it's technical ability, whatever it is, um, we're, we're going to be up against it. You don't expect to lose 3-1. Uh, sorry, you don't expect to yeah. lose 4-3 after being 3-1 up. Of course you don't. And you have to look at Gary O'Neill, who, who himself yeah. is, la everyone, is lacking in quality as a Premier League manager. That's not his fault. He's given his all. I'm sure he's Tommy Elphick, but they're not Premier League managers with proven experience, are they? The same as some of the players. And that's where we are at this moment in time. We have to be honest. And yeah. all, all, the, all the sort of vitriol and all the... The rubbish I'm hearing around me about we're, we're, we're shit, we're, we're this, we're that. O'Neill, you're a disgrace. Jack Stacey, you're a disgrace. I don't buy it at all. I, I can't I can't get on that bandwagon at all because 
we're punching above our weight and nobody is questioning that we are giving everything in matches yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to get on that, that train at all on that bandwagon yeah. um, I'm going to keep behind the team and behind yeah. the club and Let's, let's go again. Oh, fireworks. Uh, I was Europa League at half-time, though, mate. I've got to be honest. So. Well, mate, I mean, we're, we're all Bournemouth fans at the end of the day, aren't we? And we're all passionate Bournemouth fans. And uh, one thing I want to say as well, Teach, is that yeah, some of these fans, and all, due, all, with all due respect to them, they're new fans. They've only known the good times over the last course, yeah. 10 years, haven't they? So yeah. when things don't go so well, there's, there's almost a degree of, we've said it before, a degree of expectation, isn't there, amongst yeah. the fan base, that what are you doing, what's going on, this is a disgrace. Well... Not to me, it isn't. I see, I see players out there, and I see a management team giving their all yeah, give, for the cause. I don't think that. You is do, in yeah, question. you can't doubt that. You can't doubt that at you all. You can't doubt like it. Like you say, it's just, it's just, the, it's just the matter of the last two defeats. It, but like you say, they're, they're not easy football matches. Tottenham at home and Leeds away. They're, no. they're difficult games. But Absolutely. yeah, it's, it's more the matter of it. But I, I agree with you, mate. At the end of the day, Wolves lost again. Southampton still look poor. Forest only got a point at home. So yeah, this, this could easily be three teams worse than us if we keep giving that endeavour and that application. It's just managing their moments, and maybe the little break will do us good. Maybe, yeah. maybe. maybe. Yeah. But go enjoy the fireworks, mate. Now, sorry for interrupting the audio delight that is Tom Jordan, but I just wanted to cut in by saying that this show is sponsored by the Green King season ticket app. Look, there are plenty of Green King pubs up and down the country. They're regarded as the home of pub sport. They're all in an ideal place to have a drink and some food before the game. Now, if you download the Green King season ticket sports app, it's free to download. The benefits include 10% off a range of drinks one hour before, during and after any games you got your booking functionality to secure your table before you arrive. Plus, there are instant win games on the app as well. Plus, we've got something extra special as well. If you use the code BOTN, you can unlock some extra beautiful offers and discounts throughout the season. Plus, we'll give you a free pint the first time you download and use it. Just search your app store and search season ticket to download. If you can't make it to a game, visit a Green King Sports pub. They're your home of pub sport. It's where the fans go. And remember, when you sign up, use the promotional code BOTN and we'll get you a free drink. Right, let's carry on with the misery. Here's Tom. Cyber K. So, yeah, uh, first thing, we're yeah. competitive at this level. Yeah. We are, yeah. and we were, so and we demonstrated so. how well we are good at this level. But... As he said, game management yeah, and the intelligence of yeah. the ability of this level. And I'm not talking about the players here. That's got to be from the bench Collective, and yeah. from the management yeah. and to make relevant changes that are needed at key parts of the game. You go 3-1 up, as we did, change it. You know, I was saying to Josh, I'm not some manager, but it's like, now's the time to block it in for a bit. See it out for like 10 minutes see where the game goes I heard you say about Pearson yeah. I'd put him in my team for the game today I don't get why he's not being um, used and he would be perfect with those nippy players that came on and then their winning goal why doesn't Sinesi just take the bloke out he wasn't on the yellow card just take him out I mean I'm not you know professing fouling in the game but we all know what a professional yeah, foul just bring is him down, yeah. just bring him down he just kind of pushed him yeah. and gave him even more momentum and then Travs I know I said last week he made a little error too late to come off his line yeah. now again whether he thought the defender was going to get there he shouldn't do that he should take ownership of that situation because yeah. he's meant to be a top level goalkeeper but we're getting found out in places where at this level we shouldn't be getting found out yeah so i think i'm not going to say anything against gary o'neill or the great guys and the job that they've done but they're not what we need to be able to stay in the league do you think the break will do us good like kind of that reset a little I bit. I mean, maybe, but I don't know what there is to reset. Well, I feel, I feel like it, I feel like if we go one up against Everton and then they nick a they nick a leveller, we all know what's going to happen, and the players well, will feel the same. That's my worry. It's that mentality. I, I, I'm yeah, but then that's got to come from the bench, and then yes. who on the pitch leads that? You know, who is that leader who yeah. makes that happen? So if you look at our team and who was left on the pitch, at, Smudger was under huge pressure. You know, they put their big bloke down the right, so every time that cross ball, yeah. he was always in trouble. He was knackered when the ball came in for the corner, which is their equaliser. It was yeah. all over him, just couldn't do anything. I met head in my hands, I didn't see it. So <laughs> <laughs> I did it not is, see the last two goals. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like 
I'm happy, but I'm frustrated. Yeah, we yeah. keep playing good enough football to yeah. be competitive at the bottom half of this league. Keep saying it, Sorry, it's just management. You're right. You're it's management of yeah. the game and moments. Who is the player on the pitch? Who's the leader? Yeah. Who's the vocal one? This is right. This is what we're going to do now, even if it doesn't come from the bench. You've got to have yeah. both. So we're short in that element of game management yeah. and intelligence. Other than that, we are competitive. We've just got to get better at game management. Yeah, no, I agree, mate. Josh, coming on. Go on, Josh. Josh, talk me through that. What do you think? 3-1 up, you must be thinking this is going to be a win. What do you think happened in that second half? What went wrong? I think um, in that second half, when we were 3-1 up, we should have gone four at the back. Okay. Would you have made any changes? Would you have taken Kiefer off? Yeah. Who would you have brought on for Kiefer? Ben Pearson, maybe? Another defender. Okay. So you would have probably defended. Probably Jordan Zamora. Jordan Zamora. I would say the same. I think Zamora didn't come on. Zamora come on and Anthony. In the last couple of minutes of the game, in like the 89th. Yeah. Not 89th, I mean. 80th minute. We should have taken off. Um, should have taken off. Um, Tavernier and okay. put on Jane Anthony. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Jane, Jane has been good off the bench. Who, right? Lastly, before you go, who? Let's let's end on a positive. Who was your man of the match when we were winning? Who was playing well? Who was your man of the match today? Come on. Don't really know. No, come on. You got to you got to give me one. You got to give me one. Man of the match. Who was good for you in the first half? Uh, probably um, Tavernier. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Tavernier got his goal as well. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Who's anyone else coming on? Oh, headsman, big man. It's going to make me look so small. Do you want to end it on a positive note, do we? Uh, no. Right, anyone else? Uh, Steve? Why are we cuddling? Oh, grow up. We need, we need uh, a bit of love. All right, Steve. Yes, mate. I'm already annoyed that I'm doing this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it in your face. Uh, uh, How do you feel, mate? Just sum up. Dejected. Yeah. Angry. Disappointed. Mm. For uh, A lot of it for the fans as well, because yeah. there's a lot travelled up here today. Really good support. We're in a great position in the game, and I'm sure the guys have talked about it previously. But we, have, you know, Gary O'Neill's really shown in the last few weeks his naivety, and he was managing games. Yeah, and I'm sure we're just going to go and repeat what Matt and yeah. Simon have said. But once you're free one up, you just you take you take off an attacking option and put something in the midfield and just pack it out and and don't let them win the win the ball. Um, yeah. Just just swarm all over them. And we didn't do that. We left the same players on there too long. There's so many tired legs out. I think Billing ran his socks off today. I thought he was good today. I yeah. thought he was very good today, yeah. Um, Tavernier was the same. He looked dead on his feet and they stayed yeah. on the pitch too long. They weren't an option going forward. I don't know. There's so many things you could yeah. go and say we could have done differently. Um, it's all in hindsight, obviously. Of course. But I don't know. It's, it's the, the job now is how does Gary O'Neill pick this bunch off the floor after those two, those two results? I yeah. mean, that where we should have picked up points and we haven't yeah. um, we've got zero out of them too we've led 2-0 in both I mean half time like you said you're talking we're all high as a kite oh. talking about Europa League and then <laughs> can't wait for the vlog how, how stupid do we look now what, what do you think about I think I said it briefly to Matt Ben Pearson has been yeah. named on the subs bench for the last two games which shows he's an option because Lowe hasn't been named on Sariki Dembele wasn't named on the bench why is he not using Ben Pearson when we're that's, surely that's what he's An there for mystery to me what that's what he's there for. Exactly my point. When, when we went 3-1 up, it's a perfect time to bring him on, yeah. pack the midfield, get a little destroyer in yeah. there, breaking up their play. And instead, we don't do anything. We go, we get, they get back in the game. And then he gets desperate and brings Rothwell on and yeah. Stanislas. I'm not going to pick them out for being poor, but they're not the players at the right time no. for me. Um, yeah, Ben Pearson. I'm like, probably fuming that he didn't. He hasn't made, made a feature in both of these games, and we've needed yeah. to hang on to stuff. Well, if he's not covered all of these, then yeah. what is he supposed to be well, covered on when we need him, a goal? Yeah, I don't get it. See him in that against Everton. I bet that's all yeah. we get to see of him, yeah. uh, which is a shame because he's a decent player. Yeah. Are um, you dreaming of Euro Europa? <laughs> Europa what? Oh, I don't know, mate. They're going to make another subcategory of Europa oh. League, so we can have Europa Conference North, and we'll, we'll be in that. <laughs> South. Oh, yeah, South, yes. <laughs> well, we're in North now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, mate. We, 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 all we can do is go on to the next one, yeah. can't we? It's really soul-destroying today. Oh, Should be three points. We've walked away with nothing. Oh, and, God. Um, we've got a long drive over. Oh, I can't, oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Ben, are you coming now. on? No. We've got no... Be 
But no, uh, like, uh, Sam's just told me to like and subscribe, so I've already done that, Sam. But um, if anyone else can like and subscribe, that'd be great. Um, that was a lovely game. I'm really pleased to make my debut, uh, introducing people off the fan cams. Everyone's in good spirits. We're stewards everywhere for the firework display of a Leeds win against Bournemouth. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's all going off here. Look, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, like and subscribe, do all that good stuff. And um, yeah, I'm, let's calm down with the Europe talk. We'll take 17 <laughs> and we'll move on from there. It's going to be a lot of editing on the vlog. Up the cherries. <laughs> yeah, that was that one was a hard one to stomach. At Spurs, you can sort of appreciate it. They're a big side. They're a side playing in the Champions League, and it was an individual player mistake. This time, it just seemed to be the whole team's momentum shifted, mentality. Call it what you will. It was naive, and it was a shocker. So, to then win against Everton in the Carabao Cup. It it certainly helped. We're playing them at the weekend in the league, of course, and I'm sure it's going to be a very different performance against them. But look, we've played Leeds, we've played Everton, and we've seen 22 individual performances from Boscombe players throughout. And in this next segment, we're doing a tier list. You can watch this at youtube.com forward slash AFCB podcast. But myself and Tom ponder what exactly we've learned from each of those individual performances and have any players maybe thrown their hat into the ring for the game on Saturday? Let's discuss. And what we're going to be doing is seeing what we've learned about each player that's had a significant amount of so basically 15 minutes or more yeah. so unfortunately that means it excludes like so James Hill yeah. uh, Sadie that came on at the end yeah. as well uh, in the cup but we've got some categories here and Tom talk me through them because we need to know yeah. what these mean yeah so as you say it's kind of for the weekend but also going forward what we've learned from the squad in the in the last week because there's been two different teams really um so at the top i've gone nailed on which yeah. basically means if they're fit they're ready and they're available for selection they're they're nailed on to to start they've done they've done enough in contention as you can make an argument for it they've done enough to definitely be in contention for that start at 11 but maybe they're not quite nailed on yet in the middle i've gone impact sub so that's kind of more you we've seen bits and we've seen that oh hang on they, they could do something mm. but are they ready to start maybe not yeah. and they're not done enough is probably when they've been asked upon and when they've played they're probably not quite at it at the moment mm. and at the bottom I've gone for uncertain future I've a little question mark in there because it's not saying get rid of them or they're not being they've been rubbish or because yeah. I don't actually think when you look at the squad I don't think anyone's been rubbish no I don't think so either but there's a few players in there which we'll come on to that I just think or is it at a point now where they think whatever they really do in the minutes they're going to get, is it really going to happen for them? Do they maybe need a loan move? Do they? Is it maybe the last, you know, that kind of last few months for them potentially? So looked at that as well. Mm, it should be good. So yeah, Tom is going to give his opinions. Hopefully, mm. he won't look like a mug, but he he might look. This other t terrible. Look at that. What a mug. Beautiful. You might have seen this on the vlog. <laughs> We, I started the deliveries to BH Postcode, so if you're in a BH Postcode, um, we will be hand-delivering them. It might be me, might be Tom, might be both of us. Uh, thanks for all the support. Look, we've just done it to UK Postcodes only. We will do international deliveries before Christmas. Uh, we found the international delivery courier that we've been using absolutely terrible. Like mm. David Cordell got his month like three months later. Yeah, really Thankfully, it was intact. How it was, I don't know. If you want to order one of these, go to afcbpodcast.com slash coffee. And then on the Kofi page, there's a shop or there's a direct link in the description. It's a minimum of 10 quid. I'm going to be transparent here, right? Um, the mugs cost four quid each to buy. If you're outside of the BH postcode area, it's another three pounds a post, which means we're only making three quid a month. We're a community fan channel. We're not going to take the piss, right? However, if you want to you know, donate more to help uh, support the pod, uh, then you can give more. But it's a minimum of 10 quid. So we really appreciate anyone that buys one of these. And we hope you enjoy drinking your tea, your hot chocolate, your coffee, or maybe something stronger <laughs> out of it. Hopefully you won't need something stronger at the weekend. So... Is a graphic on screen now. And what this graphic is, is a list of all the players in order of minutes that they've played over the last two games. And we're going to go from top to bottom, starting, Tom, with Mark 
Travers, who, who played the full 180 minutes in the last couple of games. Yeah, um, it was an interesting one because a lot of people were thinking, oh, will he play him on? I, I was saying, I was really glad that I think you just play him because it could be a confidence boost. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, you could have played Cameron played. You could have even played Will Dennis, I believe, in the cup. But with Neto injured, yeah. Travers did. He had a, no errors in the in the cup game. Made one decent save with a tip over the bar. Could have been going over, but nice reaction save. So, yeah, he's got to be nailed on due to Neto's injury, hasn't he? But if Neto was obviously available and then Mark Travers played in the cup, which we probably would have done, I suppose he'd be in contention, wouldn't he? But at best, at I would present, say. Yeah, but not, not not because of Travers, but because when we've had Neto in, he hadn't done nothing wrong. He's certainly so. not a, an impact sub, is he? <laughs> not quite. Well, I'll tell you what, he can score for Zed. Yeah, he he's got a goal in him. But no, at, at this moment in time with Neto's injury, let's just let's just whack Travers and nailed on and move on from that. Uh, yeah, the first couple that we got are, are sort of... Fairly difficult to classify based on details. One of which was obviously Chris Meppham, who's not going to be available for the Everton game because of the yellow card. He was another player that played the full. He wouldn't two have sets of didn't get the yellow, would he? Yeah, of course. I of think course. if he if he wants suspended, we wouldn't have probably feel for James Hill actually because he would have probably started the game. But player of the season so far, I think you could definitely make an argument for it. Definitely. Yeah, there's a couple um, that maybe. Yeah, there. but he's got to be uh, really pleased for him. He's got in the well squad as expected. Mm. Um, but yeah, because of his suspension, he can't play. But I think we're going to look look at this one for more in the future, and he's got to go and nailed on. If yeah. he's because I did I did make the the um, statement at the start of the show that um, when we talk about these tiers, nailed on is kind of if they're available, fit, yeah. and ready to go, are they nailed on? Well, Chris Mappham is. Uh, whoever, if we had Lloyd Kelly back, will he be playing with him? Because because yeah. Chris Mappham is is nailed on. He's been fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Jack Stacey then. Mm. Uh, it's a difficult one with Stacey. I, I get really frustrated with Stacey. I've, I've said this to you a few times. He's got so much energy. Mm, he has got so much energy. And he, and he likes to get forward. And sometimes it can be very effective when yeah. he gets forward. He bombs on. He, he'll run for you all game long. He's sturdy. He's got a bit of pace. You think he's got all the attributes to be a top fullback slash wingback. Mm. And then I think vulnerable ain't great. Defensively a little bit naive. Mm. And at the moment, with two players that will come on to in Adam Smith and Ryan Fredericks, I think the Fredericks signing in the summer made me think, oh, mm. Stacey, Stacey shouldn't be, we shouldn't be looking for a right back, and we were. Mm. Um, and even last season, Scott Parker decided to bring Laird on loan when we already had a couple. And I think that makes me think he might have to go in uncertain future for me. Right. Um, not, would, if, I was, if I was in charge, I would... At worst, probably send him on loan to get minutes yeah. in the championship, say, because I think he could do a job. I wouldn't want him to go permanently because I think there's a player there. And this isn't a slur on his, his performance. Because I thought I think he did okay, in the way. Yeah, I thought in large parts on on Tuesday night especially he was very good. Yeah, um, but, but I yeah. think what was what kind of backs up my point a little bit was that Leeds game. He brought him on, which was a bit of a surprise. But he brought him on against Leeds and he showed his energy, bombed on at 3-0, got a chance in the box and just played the ball across goal to no one. Yeah. And I thought, that's Jack Stacey all over. He gets in all the right areas. He's got so many attributes. It just never quite happens. I remember last season, um, he come in because of a suspension or injury. I think it was at Derby. Yeah. And we just looked, he just was getting caught all the time. So, yeah, I think there's a player in there, but I don't think he's going to improve them areas if he's just sat on the bench. Yeah. And I just don't see how he's getting in over Fredericks and Smith. So... Could be seeing the squad, how the how the squad shapes up, could be a potential loan move for me. Okay, uh, Ryan Fredericks then. He's played ninety seven minutes over the two games. Yeah, really. I think he's oh, he's been so up and down for me. Mm. There's been certain games where I think he's been brilliant. He's got a lot of pace. There's other times where I think oh he hasn't looked right. He almost looks like he's kind of not quite fit to play a full night. To be honest, um, he's got a bit of experience, and I think that's why Gary Neal likes him, and he certainly played him in more of the away games, hasn't he? Uh, he is your right wing back. Can yeah. he play just right back? Yeah. Do you remember when we spoke to Harry Redknapp mm. um, at the start of the season, and we said about Fredericks, because obviously he's worked with him before, and he said that um, that his problem was with Fredericks was always he wasn't quite a right back, but he wasn't a right midfielder. Yeah, yeah. So he is definitely falls in that wing back slot, and with the system that we're playing at the moment, the way Gary Neal wants to play, I think he's quite effective in there. He's got to be in contention for me. Yeah. He's not nailed on, but I think Gary likes him. I think his experience is, is crucial to us, especially in these games where we're you know kind of throwing away leads and stuff. Mm. We could do with that experience. Really interesting to see Jay Rothwell mm. on Tuesday night. He's a player that you know we always were thinking is never going to come back from injury, but he did and he played a bit of a deeper role than I expected, actually. Yes. Everton. He did. I felt I did like him. He's good on the ball. Yeah, I thought he was like he was virtually press proof because he's so he's so comfortable on the ball. Now he wants to move it quickly, um, and yeah, and I, he has. I mean, he has kind of used him at very late on in games, hasn't yeah. he, in a couple of games, and I think he does move the ball well. 
I think there's definitely a player in there. I think, yeah, obviously the injuries have affected the fact that he's not in a couple of top couple of categories. I'm going to go in pack sub because I don't think he's in contention to start at the moment. No. But I think he's proven, even in small parts, that he can be a good option off the bench. Yeah. I think now he's getting his fitness back. So yeah, I'm going to go with that. But later on in the season, he, he might be, he could even be nailed on. I think he's got, I think he's a good player. I've got a feeling this one might be relatively short and sweet. But Adam Smith is. Nailed on. Nailed on. Yeah, whether you play a three, whether you play a four, it doesn't matter. Adam Smith, I think when you mention Meppen about player of the season at the moment, I think Smith gets overlooked. I think yeah. he's been, he hasn't put a foot wrong. I think he's been brilliant. Um, delighted he never got that fifth book in. Yeah. Um, I, just, I think he gives us so much flexibility. I, I, I just, I think he's so underrated. Yeah. And um, yeah, love Smithy, nailed on. Nailed on. All right, next. Uh, Jack Stevens. then. Uh, really interesting to see him play a full 90. I, th- I didn't think he looked uncomfortable at all. No, I thought he looked all right. I mean, uh, toothless Everton, I would say. Of course. You know, they, they did get through a number of times and just completely fluff their lines, especially in the first half. But other than that... I, th- I think that was, that was the point I was going to make, particularly early on. But then the second half, once he got his feet, got his foot in the game, they, they, they didn't get in again mm. in behind. So I was, as I say, that was the main one that I thought, right, Stevens needs to have a good game because he's probably going to play at the weekend with Mepham's suspension. Mm. And I was relatively, relatively pleased with what I saw. So obviously for the weekend he's nailed on, but I'm going to go not done enough because mm. we're talking about the future. Yeah. So I'm going to put him in not done enough because if everyone was fit and available, he's not done enough to yeah, start, yeah. has he? I mean, it's not really his fault he hasn't played, no. but the centre-halves are ahead of him mean he's not done enough and you don't really have centre-halves as impact subs anyway. No, no, agree. Absolutely. OK, uh, Ben Pearson then. Again... I thought he was a really, like, had a really good game and it underlines a number of things that you've been saying about the fact that he's been underutilised in the games where he should have been utilised, closing off, seeing out games, uh, I, just holding it up and just being the enforcer in midfield, the role that he does so well, clearing up in there and yet he was just not used at all, which is bizarre. It's, I mean, I, I feel for, for Pirlo in terms of starting because Lewis Cook and Jefferson Lerma are brilliant, but... I think it did. It highlighted everyone, everyone in the stadium. No one was shocked at how well he played. No, no, of course But everyone was just like, oh my God, it's even more head-scratching that he hadn't come on in the last two. But I think what that did do is when, if we're in that position on Saturday, I'm telling you, he's coming on. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he was brilliant. He just does that job so well. Very... Uh, his fans are always going to like him because he gives us all on the pitch, doesn't he? And he's really hard working. So he's quite an impact sub. So I'm going to go impact sub for yeah. a different reason. He's an impact sub for if we're trying to close a game out. Yeah. Uh, he's absolutely an impact sub. The only reason, I think in many teams, he'd be in contention to start is Lerma and Lewis Cook have, have been very good yeah. this season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Dom Solanke then. I mean, this is, again, probably short and sweet, only 90 minutes. It's quite interesting, really. I'm looking just through that list now. There are a number of players where it says 90-0, obviously played no part in the Carabao Cup. I probably know what category they're going in based on the fact that they've been saved. However, Dom Solanke, crucial. Yeah, nailed on. Um, Arguably our most important player. Potentially, I think Kiefer Moore's shown he can do a job as well, which is handy. But yeah, Dom's brilliant. Everything he does, uh, absolutely superb. Whether he drops a little bit deeper or leads the line, brilliant. Great goal against um, Leeds. And yeah, I think that was a massive statement that we didn't have any strikers on the bench um, in the week because there was no way we were risking. Do you remember the Boreham Wood game last season? We yeah. brought Dom on and we're thinking, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I think we've done it in the 9 0 against Liverpool as well. It's like, just save him, wrap him yeah. up in cotton wool. So yeah, Dom nailed on. Okay, uh, Jaden Anthony then. Uh, again, really good performance. I thought. He he plays really well when he dovetails with Jay Z. We all know this, right? Yeah. But I, I thought I thought he did really well. Love the fact he got a goal. Yeah, chuffed. What's what's his status on this tier list? He took. I'll tell you what. He took that last goal. So he could have easily just hit that. The way he just kind of swivelled. He was, sort of fainted on his right, put it back onto his left, and then yeah, yeah. Asmir Begovic was sold, and yeah, yeah, brilliant. And he's already shown earlier in the season and under Gary O'Neill's reign that he'd come on and he'd got a winner, hadn't he, against yeah. Forrest. Um, yeah, you're right. The Jay Z combo is, is is brilliant to watch. But equally, I think near the end of the game, him, Dembele, Stacey, they were linking up as well. I think Jay Nanty is quite underrated actually yeah. I think even in the first half there were times where we went right Stacey you tuck in a bit Jaden can you just kind of be wing back for a little yeah. bit and yeah I don't like that but he goes and does it and yeah. he doesn't you know and I really like him um, he's got to be in contention yeah he's got to be in contention um, and yeah if he weren't to, to start games you know he's an impact sub but for me he's he's further on than an impact sub you wouldn't argue him starting I'd, some people would probably start him at the weekend mm. nice to see Jamal Logan on the score sheet fortuitous the way it went in but a player that uh, seems to always score when he plays. There are a couple that fit that category yeah. that I'm sure we'll come on to. But yeah, Jamal Lowe, nice to see him get a goal. And I think his overall link-up play was actually pretty good. Really chuffed for him. I don't know if you remember, mate, but when we went to Yeovil last year, 
we played him up front on his mm. own and he didn't look right. And I thought, yeah. he can't, because he can't do what Dom and Kiefer Moore can do, which yeah. is what I, well, what I thought anyway, but he'd done it really well. I felt for him because at the Norwich game, he got an illness, didn't he, and couldn't play, and mm. Sadie had to play. Um, so he missed his opportunity. But I'll tell you what, you know, no one would have thought he's you know, anywhere near it. Yeah. But he didn't. He was, he was part of everything good. I thought everything good that we'd done, Jamal Lowe was involved in it. Mm. Um, really, really pleased for him. And I think he's shown that he, he can do a bit. Oh, is he an impact sub? Let's put him an impact sub. Yeah. I was going to say not done enough, it's... but what more can he... I think he has shown on, in the week that if we need a goal at the yeah. weekend, I think we might use him. Yeah. Whereas I think before Tuesday, I don't think we would have. Yeah. So I think he's he's made a case to say he's an impact sub. And I think also there's that versatility. He can play off wide areas yeah. if needed. So yeah. I like Jamalo. Probably not quite... You don't you wouldn't want him starting every week in the Premier League. Nah, but I think he's showing... I tell you what, he's one that I think they'll be interested in the Championship in January. Mm. I think teams will be going, if he's not playing, get him in on loan. Yeah. He'll score some goals at this level. Right, we're just about halfway through this tier list and it's just time to say a big thank you to the pair at Parley for putting us up. We are recording this on quite a miserable day, but I'll tell you what, in here, mate, Ooh, it's cosy. We've got board games, we've got our drinks, we can eat in here if we want to. There's a, there's a log burner in there to keep us nice and toasty and these beautiful lights around the exterior as well. You can hire one of these uh, Woodland Dining Huts, by the way, um, for your social event. And the pair is on Christchurch Road in West Parley. Fantastic venue, great drinks, amazing food. Their Sunday roasts are to die for. Make sure you check out their website, the pair at parley.com. We're gonna carry on with the tier list now then. And from Jamal Lowe, we've got Kiefer Moore. Mm. Give me, give me more, give me more. <laughs> give me Kiefer Moore. Um, I love, I love Kiefer. Yeah. We, we said earlier, didn't we, that that chance he missed at Leeds was you know, a big chance. Feels like that's the only moment he's kind of yeah. like let us down with an opportunity. He's just always just does, makes an impact. He's always brilliant. Um, can I, can I su- suggest that there are probably three categories that he could go into it? Yeah, top three. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, because and I'm really interested to know what you're going to pick for this. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to do. I think, yes, he can be a really good impact sub. Yes, I'd be happy with him to start. Is he nailed on the start? No. But is he better than an impact sub? Yes, yeah. he's in contention for me to start going forward. I think we've shown that, yes, maybe we've been a little bit defensively fragile of late, but yeah. getting him and Dom has proven that we can hurt teams, yeah, uh, you know, and decent teams, you know, Tottenham in particular. Mm. He, he, they, they really struggle to cope with him. So, yeah, he's in contention. Another one, really delighted to see him at the World Cup. A little bit concerned for England in that. I, genuinely, like, you joke about it, but I think if we went into that Wales game, and we needed something. As an England fan, I think, oh, Kiefer Moore's going to rough us up, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Would you, who would you fancy, Harry well, Maguire or Kiefer Moore? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Lewis Cook. Lewis Cook once played for England, lifted the Under-20s mm. World Cup. Uh, 90 minutes against Leeds, not against Everton. Suggests that he's being saved. He was on the bench, though, wasn't he? He was on the bench. So he was obviously someone that he thought, if we need to, we'll, we'll call upon him. Probably because he can carry the ball well. And, yeah. Forward. I, I love Lewis. I think um, it's probably been a few games where he's been up and down, but I think most, on the most part, he's been pretty consistent. Um, and I think him and him and Jeff in the middle have really built up a good partnership now. Which I think for a few years we've always felt like that's the partnership, yeah, but it, with injuries and stuff, it hadn't quite happened. Um, love Lewis. Nailed on for me. Yeah, nailed, nailed on. on for Lewis Cook. There we go. Nailed on. All right. Next then, Jefferson. I mean, is it even worth having this conversation, mate? No, it's not. I um, I think Jeff's. Right, just does everything done these he's brilliant and I've actually made a point I'd be interested to see if anyone agrees if you said to like one of the top we should say like the top four the big six whatever you have to take one player from Bournemouth and you think they've all got top strikers Harlan yeah. so they ain't going to bother with Solanke are they I mean he's yeah. actually been at two of them in Chelsea and, and Liverpool I think they'd take Jefferson Irma. Yeah. and I'm not saying he'll get in them teams but I think is he a massive drop off from some of the other defensive midfielders? I don't think so. I think no. he's, I think he's so good, and we're so lucky to have him. So uh, yeah, Jefferson Lerner is nailed on. Nailed on. Love you, Jeff. Nailed on. Okay, next, uh, Marcus Tavernier. I thought really, really nice to see him get on the score sheets. Yeah, yeah, that was that was against Leeds United. I know the result didn't go particularly well, but that will do wonders for his confidence. And you know, we want to be seeing those wide players scoring goals. And uh, yeah, he took he took that chance well, and also his. I never realised how how pacey he actually mm, is, mm. but he really is. Uh, he made Christensen look look yes. incredibly slow. When that ball came over the top, I thought either the defender's going to get it or their keeper's going to come out. But no, 
what yeah really like really did well and also nice assist for Phil Bell as well yeah I think they were that was they were both really important because we've been saying haven't we constantly that oh, I really like to have an air but is he going to be another one that does everything but then don't get the numbers don't back it up with goals and assists which you which you need so that was really really positive for him um I think he's been a really really good sign and, and I do like him and we just hope that he can yeah kick on and get a few more goals so for me before that Leeds game, I'm said in contention, but I'm actually going to say nailed on. Yeah. I think whatever system you play, you, you make sure Tavernier's in there, to be honest with you. So, yeah, Tavernier's definitely in. Nailed on for me, Marcus Tavernier. Nailed on. OK, Marcus Tavernier is going into nailed on. Got to be. All right, next to player that got on the score sheet, of course, against... Le- Always seems to be getting on the score sheet, mm. actually. Philip Billing. Yes. Um, I think it was a... Brilliant. Yeah, and I think it was a big kind of statement that he wasn't even on the bench against yeah. Everton because I think that was showing, you know, I think other games you kind of would have had him on there, but you're thinking we need to wrap him up a little bit. Really pleased, so I did I did worry that going up to this level again, would he get the goals? Like, we always knew he was good for a goal in the championship, but especially away from him, you always feel like Billings going to score. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I think he's been, he's been really good lately. Even he even kind of played off the right at yeah. times. And he's shown he could do it. And yeah, really pleased with Billings. There are certain games, as we've said a lot, that I think we get 60, 70 minutes and he's done. Yeah. And I do think we need to utilise that a bit more of the subs bench I've put in their impact sub Rothwell for example mm. could be an option but yeah he's a guaranteed starter nailed on Marcus Sanesi then played 88 minutes he was substituted towards the end of the, uh, mm. the Leeds game was safe for the week probably rightly so he had to be especially with the Mepham suspension yeah. we couldn't, could couldn't afford no mm. what I will say is Coming in for, for Lloyd Kelly, I think he's been pretty good. I think he's kind of slowly got better with every game. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he's been out of this world. Um, I think he lacks a bit of pace. There was the, the penalty against Leeds, which was a little bit silly yeah, yeah. Um, that he gave away. But there is, there's definitely a player in there. And you've got to remember, he's never played in England. I think he's been forced in because of injuries. And, and he's done quite well. And he's comfortable on the ball. Yeah. And I'm not fearful of having him there. No, no. Um, it will be just going to be a different partner for him definitely improved, at the definitely weekend. Improved. But I like him. I'm not... Obviously, for this weekend, he's absolutely nailed on probably the most on the team sheet. He's yeah. been got Mepham. Going forward, if Lloyd Kelly were to come back, Mepham, yeah. Stevens plays well at the weekend, for example. Yeah. He might sign another defender. I don't think he's nailed on, so I'm going to put in contention going forward. Yeah, OK. In contention. Because if Kelly was back and Mepham was available, would you be saying Celeste's nailed on? You wouldn't, would you? No, and if it was, even if it was a back three, you'd probably put Smith, Smith right in there. Back, so. so, yeah, yeah. I, I think going yeah, forward, it wouldn't shock me if he dropped that. But at the moment, he's, he's nailed on, yeah. Ryan Christie then played in the week against Everton. Done okay. It, it, did he play against Everton? Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm yeah. Not, I, but I can't, I can't really remember. I like. Well, that says a lot, doesn't it? Um, he, he did all right. He, yeah, I thought he was okay. He does work hard, but I didn't. I think he kind of what happened, particularly in that first half, is we were moving Jaden like to have that whip, yeah. and he was tucking in a lot. Wasn't yeah. It? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, he was. He was he, playing quite, you know, central quite a bit. Yeah, he was, and. I think he gets a lot of criticism because, you know, he's not a goal scorer. He doesn't really get many assists. He's a bit frustrating. But he can play in a lot of areas. Yeah. Um, he does always put a shift in. It's very bad. It's very rare that he has a shocker. No, I, yeah. He was okay, but I still wanted him to stand out more in a game like that. He should be one of the more experienced players in there. I think he's okay. For me, I was going to say not done enough, actually. But what I'm going to do is, I think uh, Steve Hensman actually made a good point um, after the Leeds game. Is we're all talking about Pearson. But is that also a game where Christie, you know what I was just saying then about Bill in Tyron, yeah. Christie, when you win the game, is not going to stop no, off not. the ball. No, he's going to work his socks off. So I think he's in that impact sub role. Oh, yeah, I think so. And also... I don't he, think he should be in contention start. He can provide us with stuff going forward, but also he's you know very dogged defensively as well. He, yeah. He'll get back and work. So maybe he's the ideal player to bring on and close off these games like Pearson. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree with that. Okay, that's Ryan Christie. Junior Stanislas, nice to see him get 66 minutes. He came on at the end of the Leeds game as well. Obviously, mm. we all know about his injury record. I think his performance was was all right. Obviously, you can see the quality on the ball that he's got, but he got on the score sheet. Like Everton, by the way, must absolutely hate... Always scores against he, He's like our Raheem Sterling because yeah. he always scored against us. Like... I can't remember how many goals he's got. It's something like five and four, I think I saw. Something mad. It must yeah. be ridiculous. But on the Everton commentary on 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 like YouTube, they're like, "Oh, he's there again, Junior Stanislas, boogeyman." Yeah. It's a it's a weird one. I'm trying to think. I mean, we won't because obviously he did score. But if he didn't score, would we be going? He was not that good actually. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably. He was tidy, but we've just kind of said Chris yeah. didn't do enough. Well. Yeah, you can't. Apart say from that. The, and don't get me wrong, he's at the right place at the right time. Good, like you know, fair play to him. I was really chuffed for him. Um, he he was okay. I think at this time, do I put him in uncertain future? No, because he's only got 
his contract runs out at the end of the season. He ain't yeah, getting a new one, no. so he'll be going anyway. I think at the moment, as much as he got a goal, I'm going to put him in not done enough going yeah. forward. I don't think he's ever really going to be in contention to start games in the Premier Part League. Part of that could be down fitness to his injury, well. fitness, injury and stuff. He's still got, he's still got that to get, you know, because he's not 100% yet. So, yeah, nice lot, to see him back. Yeah, yeah, but it wouldn't, it's not a horrible way, but that wouldn't shock me if that's his last goal in front of the fact. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, it wouldn't shock me, but I was, I was really pleased for him. We do, we do love Junior. It's just a real shame with his injury record. Uh, speaking of injuries, I mean, Jay-Z looked like he was going to get injuries about three times in that last game. He didn't, he wasn't utilised against Leeds United. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and that's what you predicted. But he got sixty five minutes. He eventually made way after you know going down a couple of times. He was off the pitch a couple of times, and mm. we're thinking, bloody hell, don't you know, like, don't risk him. But he came through it okay. And um, for, you know, I'm I'm just looking at the bottom of that list and yes, of the players that didn't actually play many minutes. They actually made probably the biggest impact. So I thought Jay Z did really well. He was excellent. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. And then I remember like West Ham away where we were rubbish. He come on, he was brilliant. Yeah. I always think he's quite good. And yes, there might be a little bit of defensive vulnerability there because he's so he's so attack-minded um, and he's still a young player. But he just gives you so much. He carries the ball so well. I love Jay-Z. Um, I cannot put him nailed on because he won't be nailed on. Yeah. And we've seen that. Um, we've got evidence of that. For me, he almost would be. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he's, he be. he's got to be in contention. Um, yeah. But I think it is that safety thing. It's that experience of people like Fredericks that and Smithy that maybe he struggles with. And you, I think his problem is you know how much of an impact he can make off the bench that you almost like. I think Gary Neal sometimes leaves him. But I love Jay Z, and I think every Bournemouth fan wants him to start at the weekend. And I'm probably with you on that. But yeah, he can't do no more, mate. The I wonder if the couple of bumps he got in the game might make it easier for Gary Neal to leave him on the bench. Mm. That was my concern. But yeah, delighted for him. Absolutely delighted for him. He was great again. And I just I just love his energy and his enthusiasm. And he's just, he's so attack-minded. So yeah, really pleased for him on Tuesday. If you've got a cup game, there's no one you want to play other than Emiliano Marcondes. Uh, you know, him and cups just seemingly go together. Even, uh, did he even score in the playoff final for Brentford? Yes, of course, yeah. And, you know, that was lifting a trophy as well. So he's very adept with his silverware. But, uh, wow, he scored three against Yeovil yeah. uh, last season, the FA Cup. And look, he's on... Norwich he's, this season. Yeah, Norwich. And now, again, very similar goal, actually. Yeah, he's just right place, right, right time, isn't yeah. he? He's very, um, I, I made a point to you, didn't I? If you watch the highlights back, I think everyone's rightly saying, you know, Mark on there's right place, right time, usual stuff. He actually wins the ball back for that goal. Right. So we don't have the ball. I think they're just on the edge of the box and he nicks it off one of their lads and yeah. then we break away and he just continues his run. You just see him at the back post just waiting. It's yeah. like he knows what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's so likeable, isn't he? Yeah. He is so likeable. And in the Cups, yeah, I mean, he's taking us to Wembley and bringing it home. But yeah, in the league, no. no. It's not going to happen. I, I, I feel no. for him because a lot of people will be thinking, well, surely in calf bench to get a goal. Yeah, but... So he's plays in that billing role, yeah, right? He's not impact though, is he? No, and, and billing starting, and then if I said to you, like, billing gets a knock, who's coming on? You you would say Rothwell, uh, Christie, yeah. all of these players over Mark Omnes. Yeah. Um, I still think he might not even get in the squad of the weekend. So right. going forward, I'm going to have to put him in uncertain future with Stacey because if he's desperate to get minutes, he'll go out on loan in January. Yeah. Um, and I think he's out of contract in the season anyway. So yeah. I think he'll he'll probably be off, but. I love Emmy, but yeah, it's just not. He's not gonna. Yeah, you've got to sound for a certain future with Emmy because he's just not getting in the squad enough. A mere fifteen minutes for Sariki Dembele. A mere fifteen minutes, but what a fifteen minutes against Everton. Mm. Really good. He, I thought he was out the door. <sighs> he was out Parker the door tried. under Scott Parker. Um, but yeah, what an impact that he made. And you know, I say the word impact. I don't know whether you're going to put him in that category or above, we don't know. However, when he did come on, you know, direct running, fast feet, it was um, it was the perfect game for him, really. It was. Um, I think them sort of games are, are brilliant for him. It opens up and, and he can get you. I think he's, he would, don't get me wrong, if we're trying to, it's quite easy to go, oh, look how good he is, look how skillful he is, just play him. Mm. But there'll be certain games where they're tight and edgy, where you think, yes, some people would make a case that he could open a door, but I also think... Is he the type of player when they're all like quite deep and rugged? Then I think he'd struggle. I think when the game's open, mm. he's just superb because he can just go and do something. And he's the only player we've got that I feel like plays with no fear could do something out of nothing. I, th- I thought it was really good when he had it on the left flank and then he played that little one-two. What was it with Anthony? Yeah, I think and it was, then yeah. he, like he got to the byline and at that point. He just he chipped over lovely for Jamal Lowe, who obviously this created the Marcondes goal because it was a keeper yep. saves and then Marcondes put it in. But 
you're like really adept little chip at the byline. So he creates stuff. He links up La- well. Last goal runs, was in. He can score. Last goal was in winning it back. Just harrying the defender. He'd done the same, uh, I think it was at Blackpool. That, yeah, last that, was, season. that was really good, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, obviously, at Blackpool, we all know he came on and, and got yeah. the winner. I think at Sheffield United, he actually got a rare start and he was one of our better players. Uh, the thing is, I think a lot of people will think, oh, he's come on and done well. Now you're like hyping him up. No, he's not doing anything different than I've always seen of him. This is yeah. what he does. Do I ever think he should start? Probably not. But how he hasn't been an option, I can't get my head around it. And. I mean, he, did, he wasn't even involved in the Norwich one because, like you said, Parker was looking like he was going to shut yeah. him out the door. And I almost respected Dembele kind of trying to force a move, going, well, if you don't want me, because yeah. I want to play football. Um, but, mate, I, I really, really like him. I do really like him. I just... It, put it this way, in some of these games that have been tight, probably earlier in O'Neill's kind of reign, and when you think, oh, we, we're not really creating anything, nothing's happening, we need a spark. Yeah. If you're in that crowd on Saturday and they were in that space, you would think, get Dembele yeah, on, yeah, wouldn't you? 100%. Impact sub. Impact I don't sub. think he's in contention to start. I, I don't. But he's got to be an impact sub for me. Got to be. Mm. I think what he has done is he's, he was on the bench, but I think he's nailed down a spot for the next round of the cup. Mm. He's got to be starting the cup game, surely. But yeah, for me, he's, he's an impact sub. And um, I, just, I just really like him. He's just nice to watch. He and he's really clever. His feet are superb. Bit like watching you on a Sunday, mate. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. We'll, wait, we'll make this tier list available. So if, mm. you, uh, if you want to click the link down below, uh, you'll be able to actually do your own tier list and then you can screenshot it and then put it as a reply to our tweet. It'll be interesting just to see how yours compare to ours. So there we go. You happy with it? I think I am. And I think, you know, I think that's all all pretty much... I think what's interesting is that we've... All pretty much... I've obviously done this and there's eight. Is there eight there in the top, in the nailed on? Yeah. Which shows, really, doesn't it going forward, that we like we keep saying, we've got loads of players that we think could really make a difference from the subs bench. You know, the yeah. two categories below have proven that. But we, we kind of know pretty much that bulk team at the moment. Yeah. Obviously... Celeste would be in there and, and you know, without Kelly. So there's one of the centre-halves that would be up there as well. There's just a few little areas where there's a little bit of, mm. you know, it's kind of in them areas you expect kind of wide areas and stuff. The but only I thing I'd say are, is mm. that not done enough. I mean, Jack, I'd say maybe not seen enough rather than not done enough. Because I thought yeah, he, did, he did do enough in, in that last game. I think uh, it depends how you word it. So if I said this to you, Sam, if I said Mepham is available at the weekend, yeah. they've suddenly said that he's not suspended. Yeah. Has he done enough to start over Mepham and Celeste? <laughs> All right, but no, he was. Yeah, yeah. He'd input for Rog. He was fine, and yeah. I'm. I'm a little bit more confident going into this game, knowing that he'll probably start. Um, and shame for James Hill. We didn't obviously. You alluded yeah. to at the start that he hasn't got enough minutes yeah. to really bother doing him. But what I will say about James Hill, just give him a little shout. Is in that Norwich game where he played with Celeste, I thought yeah, he done yeah. very well. So there we go. That wraps up episode 175. It's Everton in the Carabao Cup next. Hopefully it will be a little bit more joy filled. It needs to be, doesn't it? Until then, thanks for listening. This has been Back of the Net, the AFC Balls podcast. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Q. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.